Hello, 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 brothers and sisters. How y'all doing? This is Larry with the Black Financial Initiative. As always, I got Terrence. I got Eric with us. Today, we're doing an episode on stocks. Stocks, stocks, stocks. We Everybody's hearing about stocks. It's in the news a lot. A lot of, a lot of people are becoming new investors. It's really good. So let's, let's get into it. I'm going to go ahead and pass it to E. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eric. Um, as Larry mentioned, we're talking about stocks today. So we'll give you, uh, I'll, to start it off, I'll give you the definition um, about a stock that I found on Investopedia. It says a stock, which is also known as equity, is a security that represents the ownership of a fraction of a corporation. This entitles the owner of the stock to a proportion of the corporation's assets and profits equal to how much stock they own. Units of stock are called shares. Now, I know we each probably have different definitions, so I can shoot it to Larry. When a corporation issues stocks, they're issuing stocks because they want to get money uh, to op for operations. Okay, so that's, that's the reason why a corporation will issue stocks. As a shareholder, once you um, purchase those stocks, you are able to participate in the shareholder meetings. If the corporation does dividends, you're able to receive dividends. Um, and, and dividends is just a payment to a corporation shareholders from the company's earnings. It is a reward from the corporation for investing in them. And some investors, they're dividend investors. They prefer dividends. Pretty much it's just extra cash. Terrence talked about dividends on a, um, a separate uh, episode before. It's just you get cash. It could be monthly. It could be quarterly. It just depends on the, cor the corporation. And, and some people prefer dividends uh, or excuse me, corporations that give dividends because they feel like the managers of that corporation, if they're giving out dividends, that means that they're concerned about their shareholders. They're, they're also a lot of times with companies when they get their earnings, if a company gets earnings, they have two options pretty much. They can give out dividends to their shareholders or they can put it back into the company and invest in something else. And a lot of times people feel like when companies start investing other things, um, they actually don't do a good job. It actually hurts the corporation in, in some manners. So th that's a little bit on, on dividends. And um, but yeah, so that was my, my little spill, you know, so Terrence, what you got? Well, not much more than what you guys already had. Um, I mean, that's basically the definition of what stocks are and the shares. Uh, that term got pretty much interchangeable, stocks and shares. Hence the term shareholders, if you hold <laughs> some shares or hold some stocks. So you are a shareholder and you do hold a part of that company or that corporation. Uh, so do keep that in mind. Think about that when you're purchasing or buying stocks. Um, just a quick, before we get too deep into it, a little bit of advice is think about it in that term and make you be a little bit more conscious of what kind of stocks you do buy if you choose to invest in a stock stock market. So if it's something that you wouldn't want to own or you don't think it's going, going to be successful or you don't think other people will want to own or buy or buy into their business model, you probably don't want to be a shareholder in that. So, I mean, just do a little bit of research, which we'll get get a little bit into that to, today. But as far as trying to explain a little bit more about stocks for those that have absolutely no idea, we'll kind of start from the, from the floor. Uh, think about it as if a company, a corporation has 10 shares, they split their, uh, their company up in 10 ways, whatever. They divide that out and you buy and purchase one share. So you are now part owner and one tenth, which is 10% of that company. Now, and that's very, very much simplified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
And so <laughs> when in, in the grand scheme, you're thinking many, many, many more, more shares, uh, I don't know, millions of shares and, and you bought 10 of them. So, you know, the company, uh, the, the CEO isn't worried about you in reality as opposed yeah, to right. you had 10% of the company, but still that's uh, because of you hold, because you hold that 10% in our model here, however well that company does, you entitled to that 10% earnings or however that's going to be split up. So that's a quick definition or explanation of, of stocks. And, and to that point, you made a very good point. When you're thinking about this, don't necessarily just think of it as a stock. Look at it as you're buying part of that company. I've only been investing for a few years, so I'm not necessarily an expert. But you know, early on, I would look at what people are buying. What, what do I see? I'm looking at companies that I drive by. Okay, let me look up this company. Is it something that I would be interested in? in purchasing the actual product that they're selling is if there's um you know i don't know starbucks if they if you see people in the line all the time you might think about investing in them so think about the actual company too and then and then you know you might dive more into the fi their financials and their stock price and everything but you actually are purchasing a portion of that company so that's something to think about and i think that's a i think that's a good point yeah, especially for the the basic stock people especially if you know nothing up to give my background on it Besides accounting, <laughs> I have no stock experience. You know, I don't, I don't invest or anything like that. So I kind of very high level know how it works, but I'm not, I don't have any skin in the game, as they say, you know, for how stocks uh, work. But for the ones that are basic, don't know anything about stocks, you say, well, where can I find stock? Stocks are found in the stock market. And so I can give you a definition of that from Investopedia. It says the stock market refers to the collection of markets and exchanges where regular activities of buying, selling, and issuance of shares of publicly held companies take place. So it has to be publicly held. It can't be any private company. So some companies you may know that are real big, but they're privately held. You can't find those on the stock market. And it goes on to say such financial activities are conducted through institutionalized formal exchanges or over-the-counter marketplaces operate under a defined set of regulations. There could be multiple stock trading venues in a country or in a region, which allow transactions in stocks and other forms of securities. Some of the main uh, stock markets you may know are like the NASDAQ, uh, I think the S&P 500, the Dow Jones. Those are like the big ones that you mainly hear, especially uh, being here in America. Those are the main ones that you hear about. All right. So a little bit more uh, as far as is that, like you said, that we have the, the main ones that everybody will hear about here in America and we see on on the on the news, you see the little ticker at the bottom of the screen going by mm -hmm. on on Fox or CNN or CBS or whatever. Or if you're watching Bloomberg or whatever, you see the Nasdaq and the Chicago Board Options Exchange is also another one. But you don't you don't hear as much about that as you would the the Nasdaq or the New York Stock Exchange. But uh, companies do get started on the stock market through the IPOs, which is the initial public offerings. And what they basically do is that's basically getting started, kind of raising money when you first put your your shares out there as a company to be so, to be bought uh, by shareholders or potential shareholders. And that's how they get started. And after that, then uh, you can see quickly some companies will either drop because their initial <laughs> estimation on on what they think their value is not matching what other people might think their value or they can rise pretty quickly. But um, with that, I'll say be careful on that sometimes because sometimes they're a little bit overvalued and the market hasn't really been set for them on, the, on those IPOs. 
if you're really confident and you think they might, is everybody else is going to jump on board? Well, hey, be my be my guest, jump on it. Uh, but sometimes you want to let it set a little bit before you jump on the IPOs, unless you're really confident you want to be the first to jump in on it. Like I said, Amazon, for example, if you got in on, <laughs> on that when Ooh. it first came out on IPO, you would be banking right now. You, you wouldn't be listening to us. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's just a little bit about the stock stock market and how companies get started on. And, and a little back back to the IPO. I'm kind of with Terrence on that. I, I've never actually invested in the IPO before. You know, reading, uh, I believe like uh, Warren Buffett, um, he would tell you not to to invest in IPOs because he wants to see some some years of you know information, statistics, and everything. So um, that's kind of what I follow. So I, I'll, I'll be with Terrence on that as far as IPOs go. But but like I said, I'm not have that much experience. So if, if, if you feel confident and, you know, you kind of feel like this company is going to do well, then by all means, you know, invest in them. Hey, Larry, you said you don't have that much experience, but the advice you, you gave was based off of Warren Buffett's experience. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd rather learn from somebody else losing money than me losing my money. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think something to like consider with those IPOs is that these are like private companies initially. So you know, the information you have on them is probably more so what they're willing to put out. You know, they aren't publicly held in some big conglomerate or something like that. You know, this is, I mean, I won't say mom and pop shop, but, you know, this is a privately held company. It belongs to this probably one person or these co-founders that founded it. You know, these aren't, they haven't hit the stock market yet for, to fall under the regulations of all the maybe audits they have to do, all the information they have to submit to the public now, like all that information so once that comes out and then, like, as Larry said, you know, over time, like, you know, you'll start to see, you know, a wave, you know, either they're going up, going down, staying steady. So I think for those that probably don't want to invest in those IPOs is more so they probably want to see, show me something, show me what you can do. You know, now, now that you've received all this money, show me something. Let me and... ask all three of y'all a question real quick. Y'all play dominoes, right? Oh, oh yeah, sure. you you know. I'm sure I don't pull up until y'all. Come on, man. Hey, 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 don't hey. start, don't start, y'all. Hey, well, okay, Big Ten. But what about this? All money and good money. You know what hey, I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right. You know, something yeah, you to live know by. You know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All money and good money. You got to know that for sure. So going exactly in line with that is some of these companies will, you know, even though it looks good. You know what I'm saying? It might be that that you crazy ex girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever <laughs> you know, whoever we got listening out there. She was bad. You were really digging him or whatever. Look great, but get behind the scenes. <laughs> and it all ain't what it what it seems. <laughs> so uh, some of these companies, like like Eric was saying, before they start disclosing all that information. Everything looks good and looks great as far as sales, maybe, or it looks popular. It's it's novel, uh, mm -hmm. but when you really look into the books, the maybe the company is mismanaged or they're not really making any money off of it. They're not getting the returns that you might expect. And we can hit a little bit more on this uh, later, but that kind of goes into that IPO conversation uh, with. You know, when they're private and it's popular, maybe, uh, but you look at really, are they making any money? And that's what mm -hmm. it comes down to, because you think about it, you, you want to make money. I don't care about being popular. I want I don't care about the fame. I want the fortune. Uh, 
Right. So, <laughs> so take a look at, at that stuff. We'll we'll dig into it a little bit later. And so next thing, one question I kind of had out there, like the thought, a lot of times we kind of think like stocks are for the rich and wealthy. So why would I want stock? You know, if I can only do like if I only have five hundred dollars, only a thousand, you know, I'm not going to make anything. And so to that, I say it's an investment the way I look at it. You know, this isn't a get rich quick scheme or anything like that. You have to know, in my opinion, when you're putting that money out there, you know, this may be a five year thing. This may be a 10 year thing. I think that's why you need, I won't say need, but you should be sure in what you're doing, at least like the company is Larry and T have mentioned. You know, you just need to like it. So regardless of what happened, you're like, well, I did like it. I like their idea. I like what I was seeing. So it don't doesn't come back to really hurt you like that. But when you're putting that money in it, doing. right, or at least understand it. But when you're putting that money out there, this isn't, you know, oh, I'm going to put $500 in here today. Next month, I'll take out 600 You know, this, <laughs> this, this, it doesn't really work like that. Yeah. And so I'll shoot to Larry. Yeah, well, to answer your question, um, you know, it's only for the rich and wealthy. Well, don't you want to be rich and wealthy? Hey, Amen. You, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, so that's where I'm at. That's, that's where I'm investing for, you know, you know, this statistic, you know, it might be a couple years old, but the S&P 500 had 260% returns over the last decade. Um, you know, so that's something you want to put your money in. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I always quote this book, but I'm gonna go back to the mirror ne- millionaire mm-hmm. next door. Uh, the millionaire next door, the neighbor, the millionaire would say we hold 20, we hold 20% of our household's wealth in transaction securities, such as publicly traded stocks and mutual funds. So if the millionaires are investing in the, in the stock market, that's something that, you know, if we want to be millionaires, it might be something for us to consider. Right now, we may not be rich and wealthy, but we know that is a, um, a means to it. You might not be, only get, be able to get rich just from stocks, but it can help you get there, though. Mm-hmm. It's a way and it's a popular way <laughs> to get there. Yeah. 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 And you look at the way the wealth is distributed here in, in America or across the world. And blacks, we do not uh, invest or hold stocks to the extent of tomorrow counterparts or to uh, white America. And you look at who has the money and like Larry was just saying, you know, a lot of rich people uh, have some type of money allocated and invested in stocks. So that's one of the things we need to look at what other people are doing, basically. And if if those people that we strive to be like or strive to at least have that same be on the financial playing field with uh, are doing one thing, that's what we need to look into as well. I mean, it's no coincidence that once these people are rich, they're investing in it uh, or buying stocks, then why don't we do exactly what they're what they're doing? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty simple. Don't don't say, oh, you need to be rich to do it. Anybody can invest in stocks. Anybody. And uh, there's stocks that cost you have your penny stocks, which you can we can take a look at that later. We can talk <laughs> about, about penny stocks. You, you got to be willing to uh, risk a little bit, but you just be mindful of how much you have and how much you're willing to uh, risk. But and then you also have your Amazons, your Teslas, you know, it costs, you know, hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars to buy one one stock. Um, mm-hmm. But you don't have to buy a stock in Amazon. You don't have to spend three thousand or whatever it is for, for one stock. You can start lower uh, and still get some good 
valuable, uh, sustainable businesses at, at an affordable price. So the thing about it is like, ask yourself, look, look at it, man. You're going to go buy you, you'll buy you a pair of, of J's, a pair of Nikes and, and spend hundreds of dollars on, on those. And those are going to de- depreciate unless you keep them, maybe keep them in a box. Yeah. Uh, don't wear them. And you're gonna save them for 20 years and whatever you might get some money, but but nine times, 99 times out of 100, you finna put them, pull them out the box, go to the club, get them scuffed up, and they want to get in a fight. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, so they depreciate it. You don't warm down. They look like your old uh, play shoes. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you're gonna spend your money on that. Why not spend money on something that's going to return and, and value? Um, so don't don't get sticker shock or the sale value shock when you when you see that a price on on some stocks or whatever. Man, think about it being an investment. It might bring you back some money in the long term. If you're going to spend a ton of money on a new TV, whatever, shoes, clothes, jewelry, why not? be willing to put that same amount of money into something that's going to give you more money later on down the road. So, so don't think that stocks are just for the rich and, and wealthy. And just for the listeners out there, like um, I just went to stock market, went to one of the stock markets right now. Uh, Apple is one thirty a share. Tesla is 623 a share. Amazon is almost 3,500 a share. Uh, General electric is $13 a share. So it, you know, it ranges, you know, it just, you just get in where you fit in, basically. <laughs> you know, yeah. if I, you know, I'm, and I'm sure there's stock that are lower than this. This is just like on the watch list that they have is real quick to access. But, you know, it, it ranges. Think that, you know, I need all this money. You know, General Electric's $13. Yeah, man, that Amazon, I was, shoot, probably a couple of years ago, I, I saw that Amazon at like 2000. I was like, man, that can't get any higher. No way I'm buying <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what well, it came up fifteen hundred by now, you know. Right, right. So, so don't be scared of the, uh, the stock market. Just, just know what you're getting into. Do your research. And, and to to kind of think of how it works, like kind of how T just mentioned. Back then, if he had bought that stock, if he buys one stock, that's two thousand dollars. You know, if you buy five stocks, that's ten thousand. Well, if it's thirty five hundred now, he's made fifteen hundred dollars per stock. You know, so don't just think of it as like the only thing you're getting is fifteen hundred. That's per ownership, that's per stock that you own. You know, so you can you can rack up, you know, quite a bit. Even if you had just, you know, even if a person had took the risk and did the two thousand, I would think that's in a short what two years you said to earn fifteen hundred dollars. You let me know where you can get that <laughs> at any savings no account work. or any right. Yeah, yeah don't do no work. Just let it sit there. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. not going to get that from anywhere that I can think of. I mean, that's $750 a year. Like there's no savings account I can think of. You know, there's nothing like that out there. You know, that's pretty, pretty quick. And like he said, there's no work. Like I don't have to go into work to go get this. I don't have yeah. to do any of that. You do your work up front by doing the research, seeing this company that you that you want to invest in, and, and then you put your money. And I say we'll go to the next question: Is stock long term or short term? For me, it's 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 long term for me. It could be, everybody's different. You have uh, day investors or anything, but to to tease um example and Eric's example by Amazon, you know when you see Amazon, I, I'm sure at some point they're probably dipped a little bit. And if you're checking your stock every day, that's gonna happen. 
that's just ebbs and flows of the stock market, any, just any market. But, you know, for me, I'm a long-term investor. I've only been investing for a few years, but I plan on investing, you know, for the long-term. If you did your research up front and continue checking on the company, if you did your research up front, you know, don't, don't get worried if you see it, uh, you know, go down, you know, several mm -hmm. points or percentages. Chances are it's going to go back up. It's just the ebbs and flow of the, of the stock market. Um, so for me, I, I prefer to invest in long term. I, you know, I, I like to hold my, I would like to hold my stocks at least 10, you know, 20 years or whatever, you know, and, uh, and I believe the most important thing is time in the market. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's how you really make your money. Just let your money sit there and, and let it, and let it grow. So that, that's how I feel about uh, it's a stock long term or short term. Well, man, I, I agree with, with you as far as more so long term, you can do both. You can pick whichever one you want to do i mean that's why they have the term day traders for some some people that's how they kind of make their money that's their that's their profession yes they will have multiple monitors and computers up a day and they they have news in the back they're watching the markets they're watching you know the consumer popularity and they're seeing just how the market is is the ebbs and flow of the market and they're making calls on the on the fly so you can do that and that's those are professionals, but but um, you really have to be in tune and know your stuff if you're going to really try to play it by that, you know, hard and fast like that. Uh, for me, I will say uh, starting out, which I have not been doing it a very long time as far as investing in the stock market, but starting out, I kind of got caught up in, in that a little bit. I, I read a book before I um, even first bought a stock uh, just because I wanted to have some knowledge. I mean, I was didn't want to just play with my money you know i did understand that it is my it is real money <laughs> so um i did read a book first to try to get some knowledge but uh i still no expert i'm no expert now far from it um but i'm still i'm learning and i initially got in there and was making a lot pretty you know as i was getting caught up caught in um caught up in it and watching a stock i bought start to drop a little bit you know, quick sale. Oh crap! I can't lose this. Money. <laughs> this <money. laughs> it it go back up. Oh hey man, I better get back on this. <laughs> it go back down. Oh so, no, that was a bad move. <laughs> so you don't it's don't, like don't a video game or something. Yeah, yeah right. like a video game. <laughs> so you can't you can't do that. Don't get caught up in that. When I really realized it, like man, this is not good for business because you're steadily losing money and you. It's just, it's not good doing it that way. You really have to do your research up front so you're not scared and don't making moves like that. Um, for me, that's that was the calmest part for me. And what worked out best for me as far as my returns is doing a little bit more research up front, uh, not getting trigger happy and starting to look at it more as long-term and investing in companies that I thought would, or I believed had a sustainable model and um, were proven and I could buy them and feel confident even if they dropped for a little bit now that they would return back up because they were proven and they had shown year after year that they were going to be solid so for me it was it's more long term now I still can dabble in upcoming a little bit now but I'm gonna balance out my portfolio with more uh, sustainable proven companies that way i'm not having to get on it every day every hour worry about it's going down at this minute you know <laughs> so 
I'm with Larry with, with shooting more so long term. And that's what Warren Buffett will tell you also. And you have people with different strategies that will go more short term. If you want to do that, that's fine. But you're going to have to really be in tune and do your research and stay on top of it if you're going to play that game. I can, I can, I'm the same as Terrence at the beginning. I, you know, and even in that beginning, I, I'm like you, I read a couple books and I was like, okay, I'm, I know exactly. And I, I felt like I knew what I was doing. And, um, but once your money starts going down, you know, that, that emotion, <laughs> you know, and, and really the stock market really is based off people's emotions, really. Um, yeah. That's what it really, really is based off of though. So if, you know, if you're new to it, like I was, you know, there's companies now that I look at, they're doing well. I won't go back now because, you know, I don't, you know, just like a girlfriend, you leave a girlfriend, you just leave her alone. You know, <laughs> you don't, you don't, go, don't go revisit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I kind of look at, I wish I would have been more disciplined. And when I saw him go down, I, I would have just stayed with him. But yeah, I think that's probably, I, I would, I would guess, I don't know, but I would guess most beginners like you, you and me, Terrence, when we began, probably did the same thing. Robin Hood checking every couple of hours, you know, when I was, uh, when I first started back to your saying, Terrence, I, I was doing the same thing. Man, you mentioned Robin Hood, which we got to speak on real quick. So that is a, a blessing. I'm going to start out with that because it, it did uh, kind of popularize uh, the stock market uh, to the average Joe, which mm-hmm. took us to our last question, which was, you know, the rich and wealthy are normally in the stock market. So why should I, the average person, get into it? Um, so Robin, Robin Hood helped put that right into your, your palm, at your fingertip, to the average American uh, to, to get on and start investing, uh, which is great because now more of our people know to, that, hey, Black America, we can get on this and we don't need a ton of money. We can get on an app. We can buy the e-stocks right now and I can start making some money instantly. The downside of that is you get a lot of people that just like we started out and get in there and you, you start playing with your money. Basically, you, you start playing like it's a game. I'm a, man, I'm going to buy this one. Watch this. Uh, this no name, uh, no finances, uh, <laughs> not, not, nothing to back it up company. Shoot to the moon and be the next Amazon. Hasn't and, made money in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. They've been they've been doing this research for 25 years and 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 they're gonna start making money all of a sudden because I found it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um that's the downside to it is you have a lot of people that are not really in tune with what they're doing, um, going in there and playing with the money. But uh one of the things my dad used to say when I was a kid was, I gotta let you bump your own head. So yep, <laughs> so I mean, it's. I think the reward outweighs the the negative as far as even though some people might lose a little bit of money starting out, at least it's, it's uh, making it more accessible for us to start using and to make our own money. So you just be careful with the Robin Hood. Don't don't get on there just because it's on the phone and it looks <laughs> neat. Does not mean it's a game. It's real money. Yeah, it's real money. I think for me, I, I agree with you all. I think majority, like if I was to do it, I would think I would go long term. I think I would have the same issues that you all had. You know, when it starts to drop, I would just start to panic. And, <laughs> you know, like even though we're telling, you know, obviously I know they ain't get there, but I was like, ah, that he, like Larry said, that emotion will get the best of me. I got a couple losses, you know, is what I would think. You know, um, but yeah, I would say long, it's a long term game, like you mentioned. Um, there are day traders out there and stuff. And, you know, people have all types of, there's all types of things you can do. There's options, there's 
you know, all different types of stocks and, you know, futures and all different types of things you can do, you know, to, to make money, to make money. Headed on to the next one, um, the next question. I think another thing people would ask is, well, can I get my money out monthly or yearly? And I think that kind of goes to what we were just talking about. You know, if it's long term, then you're not really trying to take your money out anytime soon. You know, if it's short term, then you're probably playing some some other type of game in the market. You know, I don't know if it's futures or options or something like that. A day trader, maybe you're trying to be, but you're doing something, you know, I would say more short, short term if you're thinking of trying to get money out, uh, you know, anytime soon. Oh, I would just say, yeah, I'll say stocks are pretty much uh, liquid, very uh, liquid. Yeah. And liquidity is just how accessible that, that cash is. So, I mean, when you have your, your stocks or that money tied up in stocks because you own the shares or whatever, you can pretty much sell at, at will or any time and, and get that money. You know, thing is, is you can't 100% pre- predict, 100% predict what that, uh, the value of that stock or those stocks will be when you sell it, except for mm-hmm. if you're selling it right now. Um, but yeah, you can sell your stock whenever you want to. Now, do be mindful of the different kind of tax implications depending on your strategy. If you don't plan on on holding a stock for long term and actually making it an investment, if you're just pretty much day trading or doing short term investments, um, they are taxed differently. I don't. I'm no tax expert, um, so I don't. I can't tell you exactly what the the tax uh, percentage will be. And it also probably depends on what your uh, tax bracket is. But I do know that if you hold a stock for like a year or less, um, it is taxed at a higher rate than if you hold it for a year or more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's called, I think there's like sh- capital gains, basically. I think yeah. there's like a long-term capital gains and a short-term capital gains. But that's basically, I think, what you were mentioning, T. And like he said, those are taxed differently. So, yeah, keep that in mind. If, if you want to be a short-term investor, that's fine. Like everybody said already, there's, there's different ways of making money. But just know, and it's impossible to know, but have the best information for when to get out of a stock. Because, you know, from my standpoint, I want to stay in a stock because I, I expect it to grow. But you might get into it, you know, you might know some information where it's not going to keep on growing. And you know exactly, not exactly, but you have an idea of when to get out of it and make your money. So just, if, if that's your plan, just have a, you know, be knowledgeable when it's time to get out of it. Have an idea when you want to get out of the stock. And then headed to the next uh, topic. This is for like a lot of the beginners. What are some of the key terms uh, that you think beginners in the stock market should know? I'll start with T. Okay. Uh, So obviously the couple that we already went over would be stock and and shares, which we already explained what that is. You know, the stock and slash shares are, portions, I guess, uh, of the company uh, distributed out and that you pay a certain price for where you own that uh, proportion of the company. Uh, But a little bit more than that, as far as some definitions, let me see, I have one written down here for you. And that is very basic. We're going to start simple is buy. Um, So you have to know the basis on what you're going to do. And that is buying. So which is uh, to take a position by buying shares of that company. Um, and the traders generally will buy when they think a stock's price will rise. So 
You, you need to know the basics before you start messing with it. Uh, if you don't just buy because you think it, it sounds good or it, it looks uh, novel and trendy and you heard someone talking about it. Um, you need to buy when it looks like that stock is going to be on the rise. Because when it rises and you buy it at a dollar, I don't know, to tomorrow's at two dollars. You just made a dollar. So you want to get it before, before it starts rising. You, uh, you'll hear this, buy low and sell high. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple, buy low, sell high. KISS, use that acronym KISS. Uh, Keep it simple, stupid. All right. So, um, so that's how the buy works. And that's how you want to keep that in your mind. And so it might seem super simple, but we want to start simple. So that's the definition I'm going with is, is buy. Yeah, that's a good one. And and what you want to buy is a company that's that's earning money. I, I'm, I'm gonna go to earnings. Um, so that's that's something that you really want to look at is earnings. And earnings is it's just your after tax net income, bottom line or its profits. When you when you buy into a company, you expect them to continue to earn. If their earnings are going up, uh, people are buying into that company, like Terrence's word buy, then that price is gonna continue to go up. For me, one one of the major terms when it comes to evaluating stocks is earnings. I would say that might be the number one. Looking at income statements, um, and I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what everything is on, but I like, I, like to, I like to look at income statements, cash flows, balance sheets. Um, so you, you want to look at their earnings. I have, uh, from, oh, from, go ahead, e. uh, One of my terms, we've mentioned it, is a day trader. Uh, I said, a, uh, and this is from Investopedia, um, a day trader is a type of trader who executes a relatively large volume of short and long-term trades to capitalize on the intraday, which was same day, uh, market price action. The goal is to profit from very short-term price movements. Day traders can also use leverage to amplify returns, which can also amplify losses. So basically, you know, that day is the day that you're trading. You know, I don't know if it's, I'm buying it at 8 a.m. when the market opens and then I'm selling it at 9 a.m. You know, it's, you know, you're doing it that same day type of transaction. And you're just kind of doing that over and over every day. Yeah. So those those day traders, um, which is fine if, if someone's day trading because there's people that make really good money doing it. Uh, but those people, you know, they they're hot, quick on the draw. They know what they're <laughs> doing or preferably. Hopefully they know what they're doing. They're getting in tune with the market, uh, in tune with the trends, probably have a different algorithms going, different screens up watching it. Um, hopefully, you know, someone is really detailed and, and doing it that way if you're going to gamble like that but basically what you're doing is keeping in mind that that buy um that buy low sell high thought is that that day trader will know all right right now it's at this at this price and and two hours later they see it trending upward and they see it starting to go down you can know to all right sell now i just made uh ten dollars <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know might not seem like much but after if you get a, a quite a few of those transactions throughout a day or a week or whatever, you've, you've made some, some money with a lot of those, all right, $10, 20, mm -hmm. hundred, you know, it depends on how much money that person's playing with. You know, you might have some, some big time day traders out there. Oh, thousands, thousands. You know? Right. Or it could be, Oh, I just lost a thousand. <laughs> right. yeah. so, you can also lose. So, you know, the yeah. way that we're talking about games, you know, you can also lose money, but that's why the research of it is very important. Yeah. Um, another definition I, I would have is um, just to go full circle. We said buy, I'm going to go with sell. 
Um, so we said buy low, um, sell high. Uh, when you sell, the seller of that stock is normally going to sell because they just want they need to or want to take profits. So they already bought low. Uh, it's gone up and and value, and they're going to sell them just to take the take the profits. Like, hey man, I've made thousand bucks, whatever it is, five hundred bucks, ten thousand. I don't know what you're working with, and they said I'm going to take those profits now. Or they could also be anticipating that, man, this this stock is starting to cool off, uh, not rising up anymore. I think it's going to start dropping or maybe it's already started dropping um, and now you're going to going to sell. But yeah, it's kind of a timing thing is when you're going to do those buys and, and those sales. Well, my, my next word and you might sell if they get too much debt. Um, that's debt is one, another thing I like to look at in a company. Um, if they have too much debt, um, especially when it comes, comes to their cash uh, portion, then um, there's something I don't want to invest in at, at, at the beginning. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it comes to a debt to debt to equity, I like to kind of look at 70% or so. I don't necessarily have to be exactly that, but I just don't like to have a lot of debt. Um, if so something happens, then they, you know, they might go out of business if, if they have too much debt. So that, that's something I like to look at um, as far as terms is debt. Well, that's a good one. I think that's something that people probably don't really don't really consider a lot of, you know, you may look at people like look at them making money or whatever, but how much debt are they taking out? Like, are those two tying together? The more debt you're taking out, the more money I would think you should be making. Yeah. You know, you're taking that debt out to do something, you know, build another factory or do this or do that. So you should be, you know, that should correlate to more money. Yep. Yep. Um, another term I have a very basic you may hear the term a bull market. Um, a bull market is the condition of a financial market in which prices are rising or expected to rise. And so that's, and it could be used in other terms. I mean, real estate, anything like that. But basically the prices are going up or you expect them to go up. So that's a bull market. Hey, uh, e, what's the flip side of the bull market? Ah, the flip side. <laughs> that was my other definition. <laughs> the flip side is a bear market. Why they chose these animals, I, I didn't delve into it. I, don't know. I mean, a bear and a bull are both tough to me. But anyway, a, a bear market is when the market experiences prolonged price declines. Um, it typically describes a condition in which securities fall 20% or more from recent highs amid wide, widespread pessimism and negative investor set, uh, sentiment. So, you know, basically... People think negative of them, or maybe something just happened, maybe like a big fraud or something, you know, happened, you know, in, in the industry, and then the whole industry starts to tank or something like that. You know, you would say that market is a bear market. And so to hit up the, uh, the last, I can kind of mix them together, which I think definitely you all two have already talked about is um, what are some evaluation techniques and what do you kind of look for in the companies that you invest in? And so I'll start with me. Not not investing. Um, one thing I intend to do uh, pretty soon, or maybe I'll say like in the fall, is um, there's an app called Think or Swim by TD Ameritrade, and they let you use like play money, so you can you know kind of simulate the market and like what you would do or whatever. And um, but it's using fake money, so you know I intend to start using that way, so I can you know hopefully take my bumps and bruises <laughs> without spending my. my uh, my capital, but I'm, you know, I'm sure once my money's actually on the line, 
You know, <laughs> my techniques will probably change. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan until you right, get hit in the right. So if you're not putting your money in, I'm not getting punched. <laughs> so, you know, uh, once I put my money in, you know, it's probably a different thing. But I'm thinking more long term and uh, I'm thinking more of some type of stock that follows the market. You know, maybe not investing in specific stocks like Amazon, or whatever, but something uh, that just follows the market. From what I've read, the market gives about an eight to ten percent, eight to ten percent return. You know, if you ride it out in the long run, so that's kind of something that I think of. Oh, to clarify, okay. he said that that's the market, not not the individual oh, stock, the, right? The yeah, market. not <laughs> the individual stock. So this is this is the market as a whole. So this is the the S and P five hundred or the Nasdaq or whatever. Like there are so many little sub markets. You know, there's. I think they have some where like it's the top 100 companies and, you know, maybe the NASDAQ or the top 300, like they break it into brackets. You can also invest in technology companies or the food industry. So there's so much to invest in, but I just thought to myself, let's keep it simple right now. Let's just do the market and then get into more stocks later when you have enough time to research. And that was my two cents. All right. Well, I'm going to go into it. So, when I first started investing, I read a, f- a few books um, and, and kind of just took some rules from uh, each book, things that um, that kind of I felt comfortable uh, using. I read um, about Warren Buffett. I read, um, let's see here, uh, How to Make Money in the Stock by William J. O'Neill, uh, One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. And I just took a few rules. I'm just going to read them here. Um, and these aren't like 100% like I have to do these, but I kind of try to go by them. Um, I try to invest in companies that have at least four years earning growth. And like I said, to me, earning is, is, is really big up there on investing in the stock or in a company. So if, they, if they're not making money, if, if the earnings aren't well, then I don't, you know, I'm not going to invest in them for the most part. Debt to equity. Like I said, I, I kind of prefer a 70%. Uh, I don't like much capital expenditure. Um, uh, I compare PE ratios. I don't necessarily have like a, num- a set number, but I just look at the PE ratio, see if, um, you know, how, how that compares over the last few years. Uh, if any EPS and EPS is earnings per share. Um, I think I have a uh, definition real quick for that. Earnings per share is company's profit divided by outstanding shares of common stock. Uh, the higher the EPS, uh, the more profit a company is thought to be. I look at long-term debt. I don't really look at short-term debt too much, but I look at long-term debt. And if, if they can pay off that long-term debt in, in, in the less than two years, that's a plus for me. So current ratio, I look at current ratio. Um, and I want a current ratio to be greater than 2%. And all the current ratio is, the current ratio is a liquidity ratio that measures the company's ability to pay short-term obligations or those due within one year. So that's really that's really what I look at. And like I said, for me, it doesn't really have to be 100%. Um, but those are things I look at, like to look at. Really, the main things for me is earnings. I want to make sure that every year their um, earnings over the last four years at least, and they don't have a lot of debt. So and, um, that's kind of what I look at for the most part for my for me. Yeah, uh, those are all very good. I'm kind of just repeat what you what you said because the same thing that I I had in mind, the same thing I've seen in in books, and we can um, keep it a little high level because I guess um, I think we do plan. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but having kind of a follow up episode later on, kind of uh, strategize a little bit more as far as uh, some techniques, but. Um, I like to compare the P, like you said, the P ratio per industry or the sector, uh, because it might be different. It might average out differently depending on what 
that industry is. So you can have the manufacturing or production or foods and medical or whatever it is. So just see how they compare the stock you're looking at, how it compares to the other companies in that industry. Because you might think it's looking great. And then you see that, hey, man, look, these other five companies are doing much, much better. So you, you don't you don't look as good to me anymore. Uh, and then look at the year over year growth. Exactly like you said, Larry. So looking at that, uh, see the trend they have year after year. Um, want to see that it's sustainable and maintained. And then not only looking year after year, you also want to look at, in some cases or a lot of cases, seasonal. Because some industries will change with the seasons Mm -hmm. or some pick up during this time. It depends on when sales are maybe. Um, So, yeah, like retail. So you want to look at this fall, how it's doing compared to last fall and the fall before then or spring, summer, winter, whatever. So you want to look at those numbers because you might find some trends there. And then um, also there's a lot, really, really, if you're going to be a a day trader or maybe not even a day trader, but just hardcore investor, or if you really uh, want to feel 99% because you won't be a hundred, but 99% about your, your stock selections, there's a ton of things you can look at. And one of them is also keeping track and keeping in tune with politics uh, because Mm -hmm the politics will set the market in some cases because they uh, will make different laws depending on who's in office or, or who has majority or whatever. So for example, if, if conservative versus liberal, uh, one might be higher on, on let's say we than the other. So someone, so depending on who's in office or how that discussion is going in the media, if you see it, we companies, might start to fall or might start to rise. If you see some more, more laws passed where it's like, oh man, they're gonna, they might end up making it legal or whatever. Uh, you, you're gonna see that start to rise. So you gotta be in tune with, with the politics and the news. You gotta know what laws are being passed. And you might see some restrictions on other companies. You might see tax breaks coming or whatnot. And, and people will start to become hyperactive and hypersensitive to what they hear. And People will start to sell because they think, oh, man, this law just passed. This this is going to be bad for the industry. I'm going to sell this stock before it drops. Or, man, this is going to be real good for this industry. I'm going to buy this stock. I'm going to jump all on it. Uh, And then also be in tune to, to, like I said, the news and the media. And that media includes social media nowadays. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that way in the past? It's something else you got to look at now. Because social media will dictate in a lot of cases uh, what people see and what they hear and it will influence them to on um, how their decisions are made so if you see a lot something flying by on social media and it starts to pick up it starts to pick up there might be potential for that to influence a lot of people where they say that oh man this is very popular now this is this is going to be the new hot topic and you see they have a stock and now all of a sudden it starts to tick up a little bit maybe short term, maybe long term, maybe for the day or whatever. Uh, but they've been influenced because it's all over it and everybody's talking about it. It's hot now. Uh, for example, that's the, um, what was it? Dodge or dog? The, do, Dodger, Dodger <laughs> corn or whatever. Uh, yeah, social media. Uh, so everybody's like, hey, let's jump on this. And then like, basically that's it as far as the media, politics, and 
social media. Keep an eye on those, man. I'm not saying that they need to dictate what you do and you blindly follow and be a, a sheep because you see something on TV, but be cognizant and aware of how it's going to influence others and how th- those people will then influence the market. And then mm-hmm. also it, it might just making you it might be making you hip to something. Those other people might really know what's going on. And you might need to just start listening. Like, hey, hey, what's what's all the buzz about this? Let me go check this out. And you see the man, this company that these people are talking about really have something going on. I like what's what they what they're selling. I, I like what they're showing. And I and I think they have a good business model. So let me jump in on that. So it might be making you hip to something. In other cases, it might just be shifting people's thoughts, and mm-hmm. you need to be aware of that. So, uh, don't discount don't discount just emotions uh, because that will influence your, those thoughts. Yeah, going back to what you're saying, yeah. So, uh, you know, you might look at what somebody was saying on social media because there's been a lot of talk on social media recently about different stocks. Um, so, you might look at it. And when you look at it, don't just buy the stock, though, because it's hot in the social media. You, that's a good way to learn about it. But then go look at their financials, look at their income statement, look at their balance sheet, look at the cash flow. Um, you know, look, look at um, and we'll go more in depth about uh, those um, later on on a different episode. But, you know, look into their financials to see if they're actually making money. You know, one thing I like, like to look at um, is they're, if they're receiving cash from or the money from operating activities. Um, you, you, just because you see a big number, that doesn't mean they're making money from the operations. They might have sold a piece of land, mm-hmm. made a lot of money. And, and when you see that, you know, if you're not paying attention, you might say, OK, they're making a lot of money. But, you know, is that sustainable next year? Then I can sell that piece of land again. You know, so <laughs> you want to make sure they're making money from operations. <laughs> right. Hey, he kept it 100. Yeah, so resell that same piece of land. Right. <laughs> and if they are, you know, I don't know how they did that, you know, so. Um, so, you know, we, and we'll definitely have another episode on stocks. It's more just a, um, you know, intro, but you know, you learn about, like I said, I said earlier when I was learning about stocks and really trying to invest at the beginning, I would just drive, I would drive and buy. So, oh, you know, I see a lot of people out that store, you know, and, and if there's, if it's not a public traded company, then, you know, but you know, if it is okay, let me write it. I would literally write down companies that I wasn't familiar with. And I said, okay, let me look into them. And then, um, you know, you don't have to look at companies for all over the internet and stuff. You you really want to invest in companies that you know about that you can learn more about. So if, you know, if it's local, that's a plus. You know, Ooh, so, wait, this um, this dude on it, boy. You don't want to take a note while he's driving. Yeah, no, that was that was real talk though. So, um, so yeah, just you know, if you learn about a stock from somebody on social media or you're one of your friends or anything, definitely. Um, one of our friends of our podcast, um, you know, the um, financial advisor, me and him used to text about different stocks and stuff. And there were stocks that he would tell me about, and I would say, okay, no, I don't. That's not something that I want. But then he would tell me about another company. I'll look into it. You know, it looks pretty good. So you know, just you know, just talking to people and everything, and, and you know, that's how that's how you learn. Because there's, I mean, there's thousands of companies out there. You know, so um, every every company you hear about, you know, you, you're going to want to invest in. But, you know, some you are going to. You just have to look into them. And I think y'all are making some great points. Like, you know, you mentioned like driving and seeing places, social media, politics, all that stuff. Like, I think what that is kind of telling people, like there's different ways to find out about companies, you know, or, or what's happening, basically. Yep. Once you find a company or you know what's happening, then you can go do your research. 
Yep. You know, you can't research nothing, you yep. know, but if I'm driving somewhere and I see a cookie store and people lined up, I'm like, okay, let me jot that down. Then I, you know, I now have something to research. And it's a good yep. thing about like the politics, like a lot of that stuff you already know ahead of time. Like you kind of already knew, you know, President Biden's agenda. You kind of know which way he swings on issues. Now something like the, uh, for instance, the infrastructure bill. There's most likely going to be an infrastructure bill. We don't know how much is going to include in it. But since you know it's probably coming, you may want to jump into companies now. You know, and then you can ride the wave up once it gets approved. You know, maybe he wanted a $2 trillion plan, but only $1 trillion gets approved. Those companies are still going to be making money. <laughs> you know, that's, that's funding that's being put to them. Also, think about politicians. These are the lawmakers. You know, like T mentioned with, uh, with weed or whatever, like, these are the lawmakers, so they can approve the weed, they cannot approve the weed. They can say this is legal now, this is not legal now. And normally you see all this stuff brewing up, you know, through media. So that gives you something, you know, to, to look at. Uh, I was just going to give another example on how the media and current state of affairs, uh, the economy and all that influences you know, the stocks and, and let, gives you an idea of what might do well or where to at least do your research. Take the pandemic, for example. Man, that one was mm. was a killer um, in a good way for some people as far as financially um, and, and investing. Because you look at the uh, pandemic, you go back to the beginning and you ask yourself, man, um, what might be hot or what's going, what are people going to use uh, during a potential medical crisis or people have to stay home and there's going and there's shutdowns about to occur. And you look at some pharmaceutical companies, like, man, these companies are gonna be making these vaccines that people are going to want that are gonna be highly sought after. Um, and you look at, man, people, everybody's washing their hands. Everybody's buying <laughs> cleaning and sanitization materials. Um, so you're saying, man, who's making that stuff? Then um, you say, man, everybody has to work from home. What are you going to have to do from, from home? Everybody's going to start streaming uh, because mm -hmm. they're at home now. Uh, so you look at the Netflixes and Disney Pluses and, um, and you say, man, um, so how are you working from home? Everybody has to get on, you know, live stream. That's where you have the Zooms at and Zoom took off and blew up. Yeah. But you have to do your research because you could have said, man, everybody got to do live stream and you start investing in some startup company I made, you know, and I, <laughs> I have one laptop at home and I'm trying to tell you, hey, I'm, I'm a, everything's going to come from my hub. I'm going to stream you to him. <laughs> like, that's a bad investment. Do your research. And you say that, man, Zoom is going to work out a whole lot better than, than Terrence Network. Uh, so, you know, you can't just follow it, but it's going to let you know where to go and do your research at because then you would have jumped on on Zoom or this cleaning company that, that supplies this or this company that's going to make this vaccine. Mm -hmm. uh, so you just got to know kind of what the, keep in mind what's really going on, what the big ticket items are in, in today's state of affairs. And going back to the pandemic, um, I know early when the pandemic or when the pandemic you know happened, a lot of my stocks started to go down. And by then I was more disciplined and I looked at it as a good thing. I said, okay, I believe in this company. That was the opportunity. I mean, they were plummeted. And that was the opportunity for me to, to buy more of the stock. 
Um, so, you know, you know, so when you when you when you when you feel confident in a company and something like, you know, pandemics don't happen that often. But, right. you know, if something happens, markets, markets, do they do go down, though? So if something happens and you believe it's just the whole market, it's not just the company. You know, that's an opportunity to buy more of that stock. And, and um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people did um, do that during the pandemic. Preach. <laughs> and I think that just shows you the amount or the confidence that Larry had in his research. You know, his 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 valuation evaluation techniques, whatever he uses, you know, he felt confident enough that like, oh man, this drop, this is time, this let me rack up some more. You know, knowing that like this is a legit company, they're going to bounce back. You know, and that's the time to get them. I, I have a hard time doing in a, a podcast without mentioning Dave Ramsey. Now, <laughs> I don't. I oh, think you're on a roll right now. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story after you go there. So now Dave Ramsey, he doesn't really preach to or talk too much about um, investing in single stocks, but there's a quote that he has that I like. It says, "The only people that get hurt on roller coasters are the people who jump off." So you know, when you mm. see your stock going up and down, if if you believe in that stock. You know, once it goes down, don't jump off. You know, think about jumping off a roller coaster. You don't want to do that. So, you know, <laughs> stay on a roller coaster and wait for it to go back up. <laughs> That's a good example. I like that. It's funny. Uh, for whatever reason, like recently, I think we were fooling around last night just watching random things on YouTube. And uh, I found some Dave Ramsey clips. Like when people oh, call gosh. in talking about like, you know, my wife hid hundred thousand dollars in debt for me, or Man. you know, it's some crazy stuff. Like, you know, we having to pay back seven hundred thousand dollars in taxes or debt. You know, it's just like crazy stuff. You know, I I'm out of college, you know, and I owe five hundred thousand dollars. You just in student loans, and so it's funny. Like she was seeing all that, and then she started to like kind of panic. She was like, "Babe, are we okay?" <laughs> He was like, do we do we need to get on this? Do we have our What's the baby step? Oh god! So like now she's like really up for it. She was like, baby, it's like oh, I feel like I'm behind. So like you know, like, we were like we're good. You know, yeah. it's just funny. Like for her to see all those cases, like man, like people are really out here just kind of yeah. like doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I, I thought that was a funny day, Ramsey thing. I, you know, when she I saw those. I don't want to sound too much, but if you yeah, if you watch the Day Ramsey YouTube and stuff, a lot of stuff be entertaining. Like you, oh, you yeah. care about the financial stuff, just um, <laughs> some of that stuff be entertaining. So yeah, it's it's, Man, it's uh, very entertaining. Hey, I didn't know where you were going with that. You were like, I was we were watching Dave Ramsey clips. I thought you were about to say and and Larry called in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like Larry called in with all this debt, he'd be lying to us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't know where man. you were going at first. No, no, no. <laughs> I went front yeah. the homie out there like that to the world. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think um, I think you know, we put a lot of good information out there. Um, we'll, we'll definitely uh, do more on another episode. You know, it's kind of introduction to stock. Oh, man, I think yeah. we were preaching on for for an introduction episode. I, I think <laughs> I think we gave them some uh, some good information, put them on game a little bit. No, That's what we're sure. here for, Black Financial Initiative. That's what we're here for. That's what we do. And I know uh, Karen Events, um, Biden just signed uh, to make Juneteenth. Hey, hey, hey. Federal holiday. Power to the people. Power you know, to the people. So, you know, we, 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 we coming on up in the world. Yeah. You know, we, we want to see, <laughs> see some laws being made on the justice end.
yeah, and we're all from weekend. we're all from Texas. Yeah, we're all from so. Texas, so you know Juneteenth is a big big deal out yeah. here, and so it's nice yeah. of it to become a federal holiday. Yeah, and um, and I assume everybody listening probably knows what Juneteenth is, but you know, just in case, it was the um the the, the day that the the slaves in Texas were freed, mm-hmm. and um when they found out about it. Oh yeah, well yeah, well yeah, and um you know the the. Uh, the other states they were, they had been freed before and they knew about it before we did at least in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were we were last state uh, June nineteenth. So uh, that's where Juneteenth came from. So, child. So make sure. Well, I guess you all will get this later. But let's say Juneteenth twenty twenty two. Make sure you make sure you know where to go, where where all the parties gonna be happening. You know where the get-togethers are. You know, normally people show up, there's all like vendors, you know, there's concerts going on. So you just have a good time in Juneteenth, get your family, go out and have fun. Hey, we got to do us a Juneteenth episode next year. We got to get out, party. Oh, for fun. sure. Outside, all, all, outside all 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah we get out of 2022. That's right. That's right. But um, yeah, any other uh, current events or anything? Uh, no, only thing I can think of was like the infrastructure bill, which I think the the Dems and the Republicans are going back and forth on that. But I kind of think that's going to happen. I just don't know how much or where, you know, where it'll be. But I feel like that's coming about. All right. That's it, man. I'm happy to have everyone listen in. I hope you tell all your friends, all your homies, uh, your, your partners, spouses, whatever about BFI. Uh, let them know how we put you on game. We're talking about anything from stocks to real estate uh, to just general finances and economics, even a little bit about politics, but we're just trying to enlighten and share a little bit of knowledge and bring you guys along for the growth as we help empower and educate our uh, black people out there. So we can become on even playing field a little bit when it comes down to our finances. So uh, thank you for listening in again. This is Terrence signing out. (laughs) <laughs> along with Larry and E with the BFI podcast. Peace. Peace. Adios.